You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. No, I'm telling you, this is a genius idea that I've come up with. All right, because it's making absolutely no sense. I don't to understand me. how it's not making sense. It's I mean, not, yeah. Clearly, you know, I've laid out the different pieces. Obviously, it's going to be a very extended world that's going to be involved in this, and there's a lot of intricacies to it. But I may have come up with something that could be revolutionary. I mean, you could be looking at the next, you know, Hollywood great right here, I think. Maybe like a writer. That's what I never thought I would be. More, more You're like not producer. a writer. You're not a writer. Well, uh, let's, let's talk about that. We're going to revisit that here okay. in a second. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we have a ton of stuff to get to today. Um, once again, a big thank you to everybody who's been booking their travels. Sarah, people do like to travel. Whether they sure it's for, do, Greg. I'm one of them. I really do like to travel. Whether for work or pleasure or whatever it is that you're doing or running away from something. Either way, the best way to book your travel is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Expedia link. Yeah, even if you're, as Greg said, even if you're running away from something, like, we can't tell where you're going. No, if you were, And we won't tell where you went. No. Because we don't know. We don't know. that They do not tell us anything like no. that. All they do is say, hey. Hey, somebody went to your website and booked a, booked travel. Um, here's a nice little uh, kickback to support you mm-hmm. because your listeners are awesome. That's what Expedia sends Wonderful. us. So we don't know. So like, say Wonderful. you're say you're running, you're on the lamb. You know, you've you've done something or something's been done to you or whatever. You know, you you just want to run away and hide. This is a good way to do that. You book it through Expedia. You know, and then that way you can go hide out somewhere, you know, wherever okay, it is that you're going to go hide out. Too long. Yes. Well, no, but I mean, if somebody's on the lamb, that's what you would do. Stop isn't saying it? on the lamb. I mean, well, yeah, but what if you were on the lamb? What if you did something? That's all I'm saying. No, what if you didn't do something, but you were framed falsely for it and it was the one-armed man? If you were falsely accused of something, this would be a good way to get around that is to actually go out, you know, and uh, and, and book it through Fun Employment Radio okay. by clicking on the Expedia link. All right, let's hear your genius we'll idea believe there, you. genius. We believe the one-armed man did yes. it. All right, so, uh, yeah, anyway, thank you, everybody, for doing that. Okay, let's get to my idea here. So, Sarah... I want to. I want to do some back talk. Back, back talk. Some backstory here. I do that all the time. <laughs> to back this up. So here's my idea, and I posted this on Twitter, and I think I maybe have accidentally come up with something. So, you know about the Marvel movies, okay? Marvel, Marvel movies, like you, the Marvel universe? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, that's what that's called. No, so, I watched them. I, I even watched that Iron Fist. Yes, and that's that's part of uh, that's Marvel, right? It's yes, and it's technically connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it, I mean it is. So isn't but the, it's a, the Netflix series? Is they're the Netflix not really universe connected to the film universe. It's all in the same cinematic universe. Yes, okay. which is why in the so like we're all inside of uh, like like you and I, for example, are in the same matrix right now. If there were, if, if we were, were in a matrix, matrix, then we are in the same matrix. We're in the same cinematic matrix universe. Yes, okay. yes. There's another matrix somewhere else. But where this is ours. Hillary Clinton's president or something. Yes, okay. that would be the other matrix. We're in this universe. So what we're saying is, so so there's there's that. So there's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All oh. those movies are connected. And I do want to say, it isn't just limited to me watching Iron Fist. I've watched all of the Marvel Netflix shows, Luke Cage being the best. No, Jessica Jones, then Luke Cage, then Daredevil. Then Iron Fist. Uh, I would only switch Luke Cage with Jessica Jones, barely, but that's about it. Otherwise, yeah, Luke Cage and, and Jessica Jones are like it's pretty a tough. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a tough, tough to figure mm-hmm. out which one's better there. Um, so anyway, 
So, yes, that, that takes place, though, in the same thing as all the movies, like Iron Man and all that. Technically, it's all the same universe, and there's little crossover connections between all of it. You know, and then Which you is have, so like, fun when you see, like, a Stark Industries building in the background and stuff. Right. And then, like, you know, you have the Avengers, where all the different movies, the, the different characters are all teamed up into one thing, and they all cross over. So it's all a cinematic universe. Then you have things like, uh, you know, DC is doing now the same thing with Superman and Batman and and Wonder Woman and all of that. Mm. They're trying to they're trying to do it. Not quite as good as Marvel, but they're they're trying to. Yeah. Cinematic universe. So and then you have all these other groups that are trying to do it now too. Because you have like the monster movies, Godzilla and King Kong, like the most recent Godzilla and this King Kong that's out right now, mm-hmm. they're connected. And so eventually They're in the same universe. They're in the same <gasps> universe. So eventually you're going to have a cinematic – a monster cinematic universe. Wait, OK. So is this like uh, when uh, they had crossover episodes between Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 90210 and you didn't understand that they were both living in the same time? Technically, uh, yes. That, that is they so are like in the, the same universe. So the characters from Melrose Place when, uh, uh-huh. when Kelly ended up uh, you know, falling in love with Jake who was the carpenter who actually lived in Melrose Place? Yeah. If okay, it was the same so character, the same that's thing. in the same yeah. thing. Yeah. That's in the same the same universe. Or an even deeper cut. I just watched this terrible show that was uh, set here in Portland called Life Unexpected, um, where they're radio DJs. And then yeah, as you know, that show is like ten years old. I know, and- I know. Uh, but there was a crossover episode where Life Unexpected actually exists in the same uh, world as One Tree Hill because they had a crossover there. So yeah. it's like two gloriously shitty shows. Yes, crossing that they over crossed there. over. I wouldn't yes. mind jumping into that world. So in the, they're in the, oh, my God. <laughs> One Tree Hill, that is what I've never seen. Oh, God, it's the worst. I, I saw Life, the Life Unexpected because it was – when we were in radio, that's when it came out. The only thing that kept me watching Life Unexpected was the fact that that dude is hot, the main – I don't guy. even remember what they look like. Mm. I know the – the daughter on that thing looks the same age now as she did back then. Oh yeah, like, she's, super she's like irritating. sold her soul to the devil. She has, she has. Because she's in that, she's in a new movie that just came out, and she looks exactly the same. It's really freaky. It's weird. Um, but anyway, oh that girl boss one. Uh, there's a oh, new she show is gonna she's out. gonna be yeah. in girl boss. Yeah, but not just girl boss. She was just in a movie as well. Anyway, yes, same universe, same concept. Okay, I'm getting the one concept. More. I'm sorry, we have and to shake there's it out one, a And there's one more that's out now. So the monster movies, not Godzilla and King Kong monsters, but they're starting a whole new series now because they're rebooting The Mummy. Like rebooting The Mummy. Like the Brendan. Yes. Okay. New version of that. And then they're going to have a uh, supposedly a Dracula and a Frankenstein and a Dr. Jekyll and that guy? That guy. Funny or something? Uh, no, Christopher quite... Palaha. Okay. No, he is a... Uh... I'm actually watching okay. another crappy show just because he continued because uh, he's in that show. Okay, uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. There's gonna so all of those characters are going to be involved in a whole cinematic universe, if you will. Okay, so they'll each have individual movies and they're all going to cross over. This is getting confusing. It's one cinematic universe. Okay, it's that concept we're going for. Right, okay, how did I lose you? I lost the... you along the line. No, no, somewhere. no. I'm sorry. I, I lost myself because I started thinking about how attractive I found the guy from uh, Life Unexpected. Okay. That was my bad. Okay. That was my bad. Okay. Okay. But yes, no, I understand the universes and how they all exist, how basically that is their world and these are the things that are happening in that world. Yes, and so the movies can cross over. Mm-hmm. Here's my idea. Here's my pitch. Here's something that hasn't been done because I liked the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, Greg like the dark the ones. Table. Sorry, I'm really, I'm really to do it. You're not allowed to do it either. Okay, I'm really, <laughs> really just uh, involved in this thing. And so here's here's my idea. Here's what I'm coming up with. What if 
We did a reboot. Since cinematic universes are so popular right now, okay. we did one, a world of holiday people. So you would have a holiday cinematic universe, but a dark version. So you would have like an origin story of Santa Claus. But in this same universe, you would also have an Easter bunny. And then, like, a tooth fairy. And then, you know, the, uh, the like, uh, who's the who's the jack, jack-o'-lantern or whatever? Oh, the, the pumpkin like, head guy. Pumpkin head? Yeah. Well, I mean, there are lots of horror movies about. Is that what you're no, talking about? No, not a horror movie. I'm is... not talking about a horror movie. I'm talking about there's still heroes, but they're like Christopher Nolan dark heroes. And so there's an origin story where each one of them gets their own one, and then it all kind of comes together. Into, uh, like, a real-life thing. Okay, people are saying, isn't this The Nightmare Before Christmas? I mean, I'm not saying other shows haven't touched on it. There's been other superhero movies besides well, Marvel. and, like, in the Sandman uh, universe, which is also actually in, in the Marvel universe, there is, like, the Sandman. No, that's in that's in DC, I think. Or DC. Is yeah, because yeah, that's Batman and all those things. Yeah, that's DC. And Hulk, is that all of those? I get those no, so No, Hulk confused. is Marvel. Hulk is not in that, I guarantee I don't know. Wait, well, if, if whatever one Hulk is in, because I know that uh, he's mentioned in Sandman. Well, maybe they mention him. Okay, I'm I'm not quite sure. It all gets okay, very confusing. The Sandman have Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy and and the Easter Bunny. All his origin stories. I don't think so. No, but there's a um, there's a pumpkin. There's a talking pumpkin. Okay, fine, good. There's a pumpkin. That doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't mean my idea can't be made. This still works. So here's the thing. And I, I started writing this, you know, like a trailer, like imagining like the trailer for Santa Claus. Like it would come out. Only it would be Santa Claus when he was younger, you know, and he still has a white beard. It's before he became jolly, like you that know? Tim Allen movie. No, 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 no. This is different. Then in this world. In this world, he's still like he's he's always been like Claus. He doesn't become Santa Claus until later on, but he's Claus. But he's like not jolly at all. He's he's kind of like a like a, a, like a bad boy, a, like a warrior almost. So he's Claus, and it's the scene opens up and is all black and white. And this is the trailer. How the trailer would go. The scene is black and white. They're walking up a mountain. It's very rocky. Like, there's no sign of vegetation or life. And there's just, like, kind of bodies laying on the ground everywhere. And it's black and white. And you see people writhing. It's clearly the aftermath of, like, a giant battle. See them and, writhing? Yeah, because they're, they're ja- the aftermath of a giant battle. And so this, uh, so this guy is walking up the hill. And he's got, like, some cuts on him. And his clothes are a little tattered. And he's got a sword in his hand. And then he's got a big red sack in the other hand. And he's walking up this hill. And he's got all of these that shorter people next to, to him. You can't be the first person to come up with this. Well, because that does seem like a, a doable idea. I'm saying I've never seen it anywhere. And so he's walking up there. And he's got these little... these There's, like, these elves that are next to him. And, you know, they're, like, battle elves. And so the battle elves are, are walking up the hill next to him, too. And then they show... it. They, they pan up. And you just see his white beard. You don't see his face. You just see the beard from the chest. Because it's kind of shot from the elf's perspective. Battle elves? Like, are and they then, wearing, like, armor? And then he looks down. Greg, I have questions. Okay. Well, this is just the trailer. So, okay, yeah, but are okay, the battle, battle elves, elves wearing yes. armor? That's what I'm asking. Um, they're a little Lords of the Ring-ish. A little Lords of the Ring-ish. Um, not completely Lords of the Ring tall. They're still kind of shorter. But yeah, they've they've clearly seen some things. Like these are some tough elves that are there. But 
as, he, as he's walking up, he's walking up this hill, and you're seeing all the elves rolling around. Like, it, clearly they won the battle, but they're not really uh, – nobody wins in a war. That's kind of the message that we're getting from this trailer. Like, they won, but there's pain. And they walk up, and the, the, the camera pans down. So they see the, the – the camera pans up to see the gray beard. And then it – never showing his face. And then pans down. And as it pans down – Oh, okay. Well, we'll yeah. bring that up here in a second. Well, let's let's finish mm-hmm. this. But as we'll it pans down, because okay. this is the yes. As it pans down, we see a little elf in there. So it's a, like a child elf, and the child elf is still—he's got tattered clothes, but he's he's unharmed, and he's still—and he looks up at Santa Claus, and he's looking up at the camera. Now we're looking from Santa's point of view, and he looks up, and he smiles, and he holds up a little wooden train. What? Why a little wooden train? Because that's what Santa makes. He makes toys. A little wooden train. Santa doesn't Boom. make the toys. Fade the black. elves make them. Exactly. It's an elf. It's a little child elf holding up a wooden train to Santa. And then, boom, fade to black, Santa Claus. An original tale coming this this uh, fall. I would watch that. See? There we go. So there it is. So there's Santa Claus. That's that one. But this all happens in the same world, in the same magical world that the Easter Bunny lives. So I could see a little bit of some of the, the Nightmare on Before Christmas stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, sorry. They, they, they didn't invent the holidays. So there's the Easter Bunny. So is it like a holiday land that they live kind in? Kind of. Kind of. But it also exists in our world, too. So the Easter Bunny is this whole thing. you got a whole backstory with the Easter Bunny. You have the Tooth Fairy. You have... Uh, excuse me, Jack O'Lantern. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Getting really Jack, over Jack there. O'Lantern. Um, and then you have, let's see, what are some other, what are some other, because uh, you have to have lots of spinoffs. Why, you, why did you all of a sudden decide that the Halloween mascot is called Jack O'Lantern? I don't know. I just decided it's <laughs> Jack O'Lantern because it's not Pumpkinhead. You know, that's a horror movie. Uh, it can't be uh, The Great well, and there's Pumpkin. Sil- you know, and then there's all these like amazing Christmas horror movies like Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's not a horror movie, though. That's oh, what I'm I know, saying. but I'm like saying, but it's like action. It's like action, you know, like like an action, like a real life version, like Christopher Nolan. Oh, the style. Groundhog from Groundhog Day could be there. <laughs> Groundhog Day, that'd be like a little What's side his name character. About Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil like, would just be like he has like a, a serious drinking problem. Punxsutawney Phil would just like show up randomly. He'd be like comedy like relief, this, and he has like a, a cigar all the time. It'd be comedy relief. It's like Howard the Duck at the end of one of the other movies, um, one of the Marvel movies. So. The so that's how it would all work, and it all ties uh, being, together. Someone saying it's uh, this sounds like something you'd come up with if you were super high. <laughs> Greg, were you super <laughs> high? When no, you came I up don't. With it? I don't smoke, so I wasn't. And so, and then okay, so Nibbles is asking. So it's a comedy, a dramedy. It's more more drama, but there's got you gotta have a little bit of comedy relief in there. Sure, maybe we'll have like a something at the a teaser at the very end that's a Puxatani Phil kind of character. Yeah, because that'll draw. Oh, them in. okay, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you could maybe have a, a leprechaun, a St. Patrick's leprechaun. You should get have other holiday creatures. I mean, Krampus would obviously be a villain for the Santa Claus. Or movie. that would be cool if you make Krampus the actual good guy, and San- and he's been misunderstood, and Santa's the villain. Well. Santa's got to end up on top. Santa's got to end up being the yeah. Santa will end up being the hero, but he's a troubled hero. You know, he's flawed. So These are is flawed it a, is it a dramedy? heroes. Is it like drama and a comedy? Or is it no, just more I, of a I just answer. I literally just answered that question. Um, so no. It, oh, I'm sorry. I just get confused because you keep saying it's not a horror movie. It's. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to place it because, as you said, I've never heard anything like this before. Yes, and so 
So no, it's not a comedy, but you can have a little bit of comic relief in there every now and then. Okay, are the reindeer part of this? Yes, the reindeer are part of this. So the reindeer are also involved. Now, there's plenty of opportunities for spinoff tales about the reindeer. Yeah, because it seems like there's a lot going on around Santa Claus and, like, not much mm-hmm. else happening around everybody else. Because not only does True. Santa have all the elves, he also has all the reindeer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, and nobody else has a posse. Like, he has a posse and nobody else does. That's why we create a posse. We create a posse for everybody else. Everybody okay, else is going to have Jack one. What's Jack-O-Lantern's posse? Well, Jack-O-Lantern, that's going to be like a – that'll be one that happens. That's like the fourth movie. He should have a ghost posse. He would probably have ghosts. He would have more of that kind of realm of things. So like ghosts and poltergeists and those uh, those kinds of things. Those would be more jack-o'-lanterns territory. Now, the Easter Bunny, the Easter Bunny would be a really weird one because the Easter Bunny is going to be a, a kind of – it's not going to be like a um, like a, a rocket raccoon. What, what am I thinking? Rocky raccoon? No, rocket. rocket. Oh, Rocket. From, uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be like that kind of jokey thing. It's going to be more of a serious Easter Bunny. Mm. Like, he's serious Whenever about Whenever I think about the Easter Bunny, was it from Bill and Ted's Bodacious Journey with that? Did they have the Easter Bunny in that? No, when it's like this. I, I just remember it scared me when I was a kid. Where they're in some, like, weird, bizarro house and there's a giant Easter Bunny that's kind of chasing them. Um, are you mixing it's, it up with... It's either from Excellent Donnie Adventure Darko? or Bodacious... No, no, not no, Frank. yeah, yeah. No, I know. I've watched Donnie Darko a hundred times. Yeah. No, this, uh, I think it's Bill and Ted's Bodacious Journey where they have some creepy-ass Easter Bunny in it. Huh. Bill and Ted Easter Bunny. I don't know. I don't know. And it really... Yes, there it is. It freaked me out because I had like a humanish Easter Bunny face. Frosty the Snowman. That would be another one. Frosty exists in this world. Frosty also used to kind of be bad, but Frosty's he's, he's good. He's a good person, but he rules the North. He rules the North. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, oh, man, there's so many different things you could do with this. Anyway, this is my idea for the holiday cinematic universe. Oh, Hanukkah Harry? Yep, Hanukkah Harry could definitely have a... Uh, oh, no, that's a, fake, that's a Saturday Night Live one. Uh, <laughs> we could definitely come up with some, though. I think there's there's some there's a lot more you could do because you can incorporate other things. Cupid, another perfect one for Valentine's Day. Cupid would be a whole part of this cinematic universe. Oh, that would be a good mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But Cupid could be like more violent because you know the arrows and everything. Yeah, the arrows. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely some some arrows. Uh, let's see. Okay, questions are being asked. This is good. We got to flesh this out. So uh, Keelan asks, "Wait, where the fuck does Santa live if Frosty rules the North?" Well, that was a big oh, issue. Oh, like Game of Thrones? Yeah, that's I like the because game of Frosty is the snow snowman. He rules the snow. The North is full of snow. Santa Claus has to find somewhere though to exist where he's not a part because everybody knows who he is. So eventually, if it's he Santa can't live anywhere. Traveling to the South Pole? No, 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 no. Not necessarily South Pole. They think about that, but him and Frosty work out an arrangement. They work out an arrangement. That's creepy the way that you're doing that. A little bit of a arrangement. No, they work out an arrangement where Frosty eventually allows Santa Claus to take refuge in his northern kingdom. And so that's why Santa Claus is allowed to exist there. It's at the behest of Frosty. Frosty allows him to. Okay, no, at the behest of Frosty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Frosty lets him hap- lets that happen. Um, boy, there's so many different things here. So, so you could just keep on expanding and expanding it, and then there well, eventually the name would be of the a team up. Be, then? It's the holiday cinematic universe. That's not catchy. the HCU. Mm. The HCU. What would you call it? I mean, what? So there's the DC universe. There's the Marvel universe. This is the HCU. There's universe. the Beverly Hills 90210 slash Melrose Place universe. Yes. You. Um, there's the Life Unexpected slash Winter Hill universe. There's uh, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
This is the holiday cinematic universe. But cinematic, that doesn't make any sense. That's what they're called. No, but if it's a story and it's if it's going to be like Marvel. a comic book. It's not a comic book. It's a movie's cinematic universe. I mean, yes, you could make some comic books out of it too. Yeah, I know. That seems sure. like it's very limiting if you say cinematic. Well, okay. The holiday. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's entertainment universe. I mean, it's cinematic universe. You can make comics out of it too. Okay, whatever you say. I mean, it can go both ways. <sighs> I'm just saying, I think this could actually, this could work really well. Okay, uh, people are already getting uh, getting upset here about, you know, Frosty and what Frosty's going through. Here's how you bring it in the real life stuff, though, the real world side of it. And this is like the Christopher Nolan style, like Dark Knight. Frosty is having problems because why? Cocaine. No, I thought you were going to say he had a snow. I no, gonna, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to um, go because he has a snow addiction. That's what I was going to go with. Um, well, okay. <laughs> well, maybe he has a I need drug to get addiction. Some snow, man. <laughs> I was going to say global warming, but that was going to be the issue for oh, Frosty. Sorry, I went dark. You said dark. You said Nolan dark. I went. Well, that is that's I went that's drug also issues. dark. Yeah, drug issues are good. Yeah, there will definitely be some drug issues. The Tooth Fairy will definitely have some drug issues because you know why the Tooth Fairy is so obsessed with other people's teeth? Lost. Her own. To meth? Meth is part of it. Okay. Yes. Okay. The Tooth Fairy was meth addicted. That's how we really, really make it real. And so she's stealing children's teeth. So Tooth Fairy is actually not really a good thing. It used to just steal teeth from children because of her meth addiction. And she wanted to shove them. And she shoves them into her mouth to fill up those teeth that are all missing. So she has like extra rows. The teeth holes? The teeth holes. So it's like the Tooth Fairy actually, when you first see her on camera, she's got like four rows of teeth. Like, and uh, eventually, though, they get her off of the meth. And then she's like, okay, but I, I've been stealing teeth from children for so long. I still want to do that. And she's like, okay, yes, but you have to also give them money for it. And okay, well, a lot of these people are, are disputing the fact that you say that Frosty rules the land because yeah. – um, Hey. Yeah, Keelan's saying uh, Santa can double-cross Frosty by filling his lair with space, heater, uh, space heaters. No. Mr. Jenkins says Frosty can't rule shit. Turn up the heat. No more Frosty. Oh, okay. Let's just melt all the snow in the north. Santa is not that magical. He can't do that. I mean, Frosty is made of snow. He can, that's the one thing I think people aren't understanding. Frosty can reconstitute himself. You melt one version of him. There's snow everywhere. He can just reconstitute himself in the snow. So, I mean, you can't really do anything about it unless you build like a wall of heaters to keep him out, but then he just circles it until he finds his way okay. in. Okay. All I right. Mean, so what you, what's your first step cold. with this then? Well, I think clearly we need to get the trailer filmed. Um, I got to start start kind of writing out the universe and how it all fits together. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is going to be my big thing. This is going to be my opus. This is how it's going to this is how it's going to work. So this is the this is what you're committing to. Yeah, this is going to yeah. be the thing. Uh-huh. So oh, Father this. Time. That's another great one. Oh, Father Time's fascinating. Father Time would be a and good Mother one. Nature. Mother Nature can go into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can go into that kind of stuff too. All in the – I mean that's kind of spreading out a little bit from the Holiday Cinematic Universe but not too far. So it will all be part of the HCU. Uh, it will all be, all, be, all be involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, more questions. Father Christmas – are Father Christmas and Santa Claus two different people in the HCU? That is a super good question. We're, I'm going to save that for a teaser for later on because I don't want to reveal too much. Father Christmas is somebody that we've talked about in our meetings. As far as we meaning the people in my head, as far as possibly could uh, join this, join that world. You know, there's a lot of expanded universe that's available. This is just phase one. That's more of like a phase two. 
phase two. You should just pitch it. Uh, you should pitch it to Netflix. Be like, hey, I've got this idea. Why don't you give me like you know millions of dollars and we'll I make it should. the next big thing. Yeah, the holiday cinematic universe where they're all tied together. Oh man, I'm on to something here. Anyway, I just want to get it out there so everybody knows. I thought of this first. Uh, okay, so you're trying to get ahead of it. I'm trying to get ahead of the okay. ahead of the game. Um, oh, it's being asked. Could Jesus? There's a lot of questions that are coming in. I would say if anybody wants to ask me questions, uh, do it to at Funimp Radio or at Greg Nibbler or both, and just do a hashtag uh, hashtag HCU for the holiday holiday cinematic universe, and then I can answer questions and help everybody understand the universe a little bit better. Oh my God. I'll answer those questions. I have no problem with that. HC, you need to come up with a better, a more well, help me. Then what, do you, what do you think? I don't know, but if you hashtag HCU, there's probably some weird college that has those like same initials or something, and there's going to be all these weird like. What would you call HCU. it? What would you call it? Um, I mean, it's, they're holidays. It's based around the holidays. Holiday cinematic. Well, I'm universe. Do, you're just explaining this to me now, so I have had no time to think about what a holiday place. All right. Could be. Well, I mean, if you holiday have... world. Holiday? No. No, it's got to be all in the same universe. Holiday cinematic universe. Uh, if you could think of something else, I'm, I'm definitely open well, I'm just, to I, it. Okay, if you're open to it, yeah. Because I just don't feel like we should commit to it like, right this second. Okay, all right. All right, well, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about okay. that. But I, I'm going to say for right now, holiday cinematic universe. I think, okay. I think it's good. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Let, let me just tell you, when that gets reimagined on screen, it's going to blow people's minds. But you don't know how yet. Oh, I know how. Okay. I've got it all worked out. I don't want to reveal too much. Also, just uh, so halfway through that, I had sent Greg a message. Yeah. Which I was kind of bummed about. You know, we broadcast live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, so this did just happen live. Yeah, and I actually just text messaged our friend Rick Emerson. Yeah. Don Rickles just died, which is a, kind of a bummer. That sucks. Yeah. I just He was one of those guys that you kind of think, oh, he's just going to be there forever. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew he was pretty old. Yeah, we had interviewed him. A couple, well, I know Rick talked to him in person. Rick and Tim Diggs, they went to his show out uh, on the coast, I think, when he was performing at a casino out there. Something. Yeah, yeah. And I talked to him, you know, when he had called in one time on one of the stations, and he was just very eccentric and a very nice man. That's too well, bad. All right, right Don Rickles dead yeah. at 90. All right, switching gears. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. See, Greg, world of crazy is my world. This is my universe that I live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not disputing that aspect, but the holiday cinematic universe, I think, is just... All right, you really latched onto it, so just do it. Well, I'm trying to think of what else you would do. I haven't had any better suggestions to call the universe. Okay, well, you also just made it up, so we can give it a few minutes. <laughs> All right. First up, Greg, do you remember last year, or I think uh, back in 2015, when there was the big hubbub over the pizza rat? Oh, yeah, the rat that was filmed, like, stealing pizza in a... In the New York subway? Yeah. Yeah, and, and he was just dragging People, a when is pizza. that for Halloween and stuff? Oh, yeah, it was a big thing. Well, now, the stakes have been raised from pizza rat, because there's now been a picture taken in New York City... Of a squirrel eating a taco in a tree. Well, let me see that. Taco squirrel. We'll look up taco squirrel and you can Taco find squirrel. It. A squirrel spotted chewing on a taco shell in a tree in New York. 
may surpass the legacy of the infamous pizza rat. Now, a woman named Maria Bianchi shared her photo that she took of a squirrel eating a taco while perched on a tree branch in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> For the, uh, I love how it's breaking news here. I just pulled up the, uh, I just looked up taco squirrel and it was breaking news. Breaking news on a Brooklyn station. Brooklyn squirrel spotted eating taco shell. <laughs> well, they, everyone was like all burned out over Pizza Rat, so they needed something. Pizza else. Rat was disgusting. Yeah. So it's unclear how the squirrel got a hold of the taco. Yeah, somebody's upset missing a taco. I would be super bummed if the squirrels took I would. a taco that I wanted to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Pizza Rat became a viral sensation in September of 2015 when it was spotted dragging an entire slice of pizza in uh, through a New York subway system. That's so gross. It's so gross. And so adorable. At the same oh, time. Pizza Rat is not adorable. So adorable. Pizza well, Rat is disgusting. We were just talking about superheroes, and this is uh, a story about a misuse of a superhero. Okay. Of their imagery, at least, because a medical clinic in the Philippines is usually using an unusual mascot to advertise its affordable circumcision service. Yeah. Okay. What, what superhero do you think that they might use to demonstrate someone being circumcised. A superhero? Sarah's trying to give me clues. I'm trying to give you I don't clues. know. She's like wagging her arms up and here, down. I don't here. really know. A superhero. Wolverine? Yes! Okay, somebody else I guessed that. Simon, Simon guessed that. I just grabbed a pair of scissors and put them in my hands. Yeah. I was doing like Wolverine. Things. Okay. I was, trying to make, right. I was trying to make you look cool. Yes, this uh, the circumcision service covering Ugh. clinic. Why in would the, you want Wolverine? Has a giant picture of a metal claw bearing X Men superhero Wolverine. Ugh. Wasn't so that illegal is, also? Uh, probably, yeah. The advertisement for it's called Dionisio M. Cornell Memorial Medical Center. Features an image of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine uh, next to text promoting the clinic's circumcision services. Uh, the advertisement went viral after a photo was shared online. Uh, the text at the bottom of the advertisement roughly translates to Cheap Doctor Hospital. This is where you get painless circumcision. The poster says the foreskin How removal How does that scream surface. painless? Uh, it's about $28. So if you're in the Philippines and you see that Wolverine poster and you're not quite sure what it says, just know you can get the... Circumcision needs that you require is 28 American dollars. I don't know if discount circumcisions are something you should really go no. for. That's like super discounted tattoos. Yeah. You know, that's No, some things just shouldn't be discounted. Sometimes you're just... A deal is fine, but you pay, you pay for what you get, generally speaking. What would you not buy that was super discounted? Well, tattoos. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm not getting a tattoo anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you I don't know. Get another There's tattoo. A, I'm gonna redo this one. What I've got. I'm gonna get another tattoo. Cool. Yeah. Good story. Cool story, yeah. bro. Cool. Cool story. Cool story, bro. All right. So anyway, in the Philippines, if you need a circumcision, twenty eight dollars. Bring it with you. A Florida man has now been charged with indecent exposure after he was caught taking out the trash naked, just letting it all air out. Wait, just fully nude? Just fully nude. In Okaloosa County, Florida, a 60-year-old Florida man has been charged with indecent exposure for deciding to take out his trash buck naked. Now, wait a minute. He just went and took out his trash? Well, it was very warm that night is one of his excuses, so let me just tell you. I mean... Well, a woman called the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office uh, around 9.30 p.m. after 
Her neighbor, Bobby Hyde, that's the naked 60-year-old man, reportedly faced her residence and made lewd movements with his hands. But he says that he didn't. He said that she's making it up. Uh, So the woman told deputies he put his hands over his head as if he were stretching. (laughs) And that's what he said he was doing. He said he was stretching. So, uh... Okay. Yeah, so when Bobby Hyde was questioned so by deputies... he got deputies, a busybody and a pervert. Yeah, well, he said he here. wasn't naked for a thrill-seeking moment, and he, decided, and he denied making lewd movements. Now, he admitted that he might have been drinking for a few hours. Uh, deputies I mean, did find an open bottle of wine near him. Uh, he said, no, 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 it's all just a misunderstanding. It's warm outside. It was hot, and I was just taking out the garbage. I mean, you know, why was she watching him take out the garbage? Yeah, that's weird. That's a busybody right there. Like I mean, she was not, just looking out the window. We're not victim shaming here. No. But why is she peeping out the window look watching Look the other him? way. Yeah, don't. You don't need to look. My apartment window faces a dumpster, and I see all kinds of things. And you know what I do? Stop looking out the window. Yeah. I mean, it really helps. It, 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 it helps does. me to not see the things that are happening by yeah. not looking. Yeah. I don't mean to blow your mind. I would take it out. I would take the trash out in my boxers. Never mind. I bet you have. When it's in the backyard, yeah. Wait, what do you mean it's in the backyard? You Nothing. Just, that doesn't make any sense. No, when I have it, sometimes I put my trash cans in the backyard instead of in the driveway. And that way, uh, yeah, I've done that before. Not nude, though. Definitely not nude. Not walking out there nude. Okay. All right. Well, I do have one final story, and it has to do with a little bit of a conspiracy theory, uh, since we were talking about that yesterday. This is a a student who has gone missing under mysterious circumstances. Yesterday, of course, we had the mystery hole of Arizona. We did talk about the mystery hole. I can't remember how to pronounce it, like Tapalufa or something. Yeah. Well, fears are now growing for a missing Uh college student who has disappeared, leaving his bedroom covered with mysterious occult symbols paintings, and books, and the fear is that he has been abducted by aliens. Oh, so boy. A psychology student. Oh, yeah. His name is Bruno Borges, 25 years old, vanished from his home last Monday while working on a top-secret project, which is what he called it, in his room. Okay. Now, his disappearance has, smart, has sparked major interest uh, online after a video of his bedroom was shown online. You can find some of it uh, with a lot of people suggesting that he might have been taken away by a UFO. Now, what's the name of this gentleman? How his do I find is, this picture? His name is Bruno Borges, B-O-R-G-E-S. Bruno, oh, it filled it in for me. Yep. Bruno Borges. Uh, so many are suggesting that the young man from Brazil was trying to complete the work of Giordano Bruno, who was one of the first uh, people to predict the existence of extraterrestrial life. Have you ever heard of Giordano Bruno? I'm, I will be honest. I'm not entirely familiar with well, when, that person. Uh, I'm trying to so, find the pictures of the room here. Oh, there's tons of them, including a really creepy painting that's there, too. So when they found him, uh, so when they went into his room, it was covered with strange signs associated with Satanism and Illuminati Uh covering the floor. Also left there was a self-portrait of him alongside an alien that he had hanging on his wall. Oh, boy. Uh, Police say that all possibilities are being uh, considered, and his family revealed he was working on a secretive project before he vanished. Relatives say he was... Is this just like a viral campaign for an escape room? I don't think so. I think we're like in escape room mentality. I don't think that's how this guy's thinking. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Mr. Borges was last seen uh, by his family when they went for a meal 
uh, in Rio Branco before his parents went away after visiting him. When his parents returned a month later, they discovered he had removed all of his furniture from his room and plastered his walls with symbols, writing, and images. Oh, boy. So he kept his room locked for 24 hours a day. Um... So when talking to his sister, his sister said, he said it was his project. I questioned him because I, as a sister, don't know what his project was. And he told me he would tell me what it was uh, in two weeks. Uh, He was an adult and it was his privacy. It bothered me, but I couldn't exactly break down his door. So uh, the mother admitted that her son was interested in extraterrestrial life. Uh, So they hadn't, they had spoken to him on the phone, but hadn't visited him. Okay. Uh, So he also wrote... 14 books that he left behind. or manif- 14 books? Manifestos, which always okay. makes it sound a little... Yeah, yeah, there's something about manifestos. There's something yeah. about manifestos that... Yeah, it does add a little... There's nothing really good that comes from a manifesto. Yeah, yeah. no, generally speaking. Generally, I, I have to say, like, if someone's writing a manifesto, that means something's not going yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Yes, this kid. I've written a manifesto. Yeah, that's usually not something people are like, oh, yeah, congratulations, man. That's great. I'm glad you Or someone like asks you, do you want to read my manifesto? You never want to read the manifesto. Oh, you're writing a novel? No, I'm writing a manifesto. Oh. What is is like a manifesto? It's like your declaration. Here's my understanding. It's like a a declaration of what you believe, right? Basically, yeah. 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 What you plan to do. Hitler. That's what I just think of. I think of Hitler. Okay. That's kind of what I think. No, there are probably. Oh, there was also a giant statue in the middle of his room uh, of the philosopher uh, Giordano Bruno. So there's a large statue after all the Illuminati stuff and everything is painted on the floors. There's a giant statue in the middle of the room of the philosopher. Oh, boy. And also all of the books that he left uh, all had Roman numerals on them, titling uh, 1 through 14 on the fronts of them. So they have investigators looking for him, and nobody knows where he is. Okay. And so it's All just right. assumed. So it, it's aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens. That sounds like Greg, it's aliens. Yeah. It's 100%. Yeah, that's definitely aliens. aliens. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yes. Cool. Solve that right, one. So there you have it. I just wanted to let you know what's happening in the world. So that, my friends. Don't write a manifesto. This is your world of crazy. Crazy. You know, I was... Uh, I was listening to your uh, ball talk there. I, I were the uh, stories there, and I, I'm sorry, crazy. your world did you of crazy stories. Talk? I did, I did. I'm getting ready for ball talk at the same time. Yes, I made a slip of the tongue. It was a uh, dastardly thing that I just did. You are a dastard. I was thinking ahead, and I, I clearly have made a mistake, and this show is ruined. Um, <laughs> no, uh, what I was going to say is that first story, of the taco squirrel. It reminded me of one of my favorite oh, squirrels of I all know time. What you're doing? My favorite squirrel that I probably favorite favorite famous squirrel. Which was the St. Louis Cardinals rally squirrel from a couple of years ago. Rally squirrel, rally squirrel. Hey, Cardinal fans, there goes the rally squirrel. Rally squirrel, rally squirrel. That funny, fuzzy, frisky rally squirrel. Rally squirrel, rally squirrel. Rally squirrel. He's brave, he's bold, he is the Rally Squirrel. Rally Squirrel. Taco Squirrel. Taco Squirrel makes a song. Folks, here comes the Rally Squirrel. Same amount of syllables. Go crazy, folks, here comes the Rally Squirrel. Rally Squirrel. 
Oh, Rally Squirrel. It's from 2011. That's how long the Rally Squirrel's wow. been around. Yeah. That was written by Randy Mayfield, and it's been viewed 65,792 times. And how I many times have you viewed it? A couple hundred. Yeah, at least. Also, nine people have voted it down. Oh, like, you mean nine dead inside people? Like, who would go to that and like, no, Who's like, down. no, you know what I'm going to do dislike. with my, my Tuesday afternoon? I'm going to dislike the Rally Squirrel song. Dislike. <laughs> All right. Now. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. It's a short ball talk, but I do have some some news, some things that are happening, sir. Uh, Sarah, are you aware of who Richard Sherman is? Yes. He's the uh, handsome football player. Um, well, that's subjective, but yes, he does play football. And he went to like Stanford or something. He did go to Stanford. He's pretty cool. Yeah, and after they won um, the Super Bowl, I remember there was all kinds of crazy stuff about him. He also says uh, crazy things, mm-hmm. you know, on the field to everybody, everybody, but pretty intelligent guy uh, and a very good football player. However, it appears there may be a falling out with the Seattle Seahawks. No, he's like the bell of the ball. Every time I go to yep. Seattle, everyone's wearing Sherman well, jerseys. Well, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. But uh, it looks like... He's got two years left on his contract. He just turned 29, and apparently he's getting a little bit old for the Seahawks. So the Seahawks now are um, allegedly both both sides are open to a trade and are actively seeking one. Oh, boy. Like not just open, but are looking for a trade to remove, uh, to send Richard Sherman somewhere else. So partially a business move. Partially, I guess, that both sides are just not getting along that well. According to the rumors. Again, these are all rumors. But I guess there's a lot behind these rumors. So Richard Sherman may be on the move to a different team. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I like Richard Sherman. I do, too. Yeah. But uh, another team may may be getting him. So, uh, all right. So there we go. That was kind of the big news here in the Northwest. Richard Sherman may be on the go. Uh, some other news, and actually, Sarah, I'm going to have a quiz for you two in this. Oh, There's is it going to be something that I know the answers to? Uh, you do know it, whether you can get it or not. I don't... Well, that's why it's a quiz. It wouldn't be a quiz if I already knew that you okay. knew the answer. Uh, before we do that, though, the Masters are being played right now. That's, uh, that's the, the golf, the golf, right? golf stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am admittedly, and I've received the emails from many people who have written in and asking why I don't talk about golf more. Or NASCAR on this show. Those are the two big things that people say I'm lacking in ball talk. It's because I lack interest. And that's just the bottom line. I know it's a big deal, and I know a lot of people are very interested in it. I just, it's just not my bag. I find golf extremely boring to watch on television. You know, unless there's like a big finale where I like playing golden two players. And, oh, I'm not saying I don't like playing golf. I don't I don't know how to play golf. I don't think I'd like playing golf, um, but I like playing golden tee because I'm really good at it. I think I'd be terrible at real golf. Golden tee is fun. I'm saying I'm good watching at golf. golf. Okay. Yeah, watching golf is sometimes interesting. I, I, I don't find it's more it. interesting to me than NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, I put them on about an equal level. Um, but yeah, maybe golf more. It's just not my thing. But anyway, I will report on a little bit of golf today. So the Masters are going on, and the number one favorite person to win this golf 
tournament is Dustin Johnson, the number one ranked golfer. Mm. But Dustin Johnson may not be playing in the golf tournament because he fell down the stairs at his rental home. He took a serious fall on a staircase in his Augusta rental home and hurt his back. And uh, so they're waiting to see if he'd, he'll be able to play. It is awful. You always got to wonder with these things. I mean, it could honestly be he just straight up tripped down the stairs. Or, you know, maybe there's... What, was it like a showgirls thing where Nomi Malone pushed him down the stairs? I don't know if there's a showgirls thing. Although this guy did supposedly sleep with uh, other PGA Tour members' wives a couple years ago. Oh, boy. He was uh, doing that so kind there, of stuff. So there could have been a no-me so situation. So there's people that don't like him very much, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or is it, uh, you know, he's had a little bit of pre-celebration, had a couple cocktails, and then whoop, slipped down the stairs. Who knows? I always just think of those baseball players that hurt themselves playing video games. Oh, yeah. But anyway, Dustin Johnson. So... As of now, I haven't seen a report of whether or not he's going to be competing. All right, finally, ball type. We've got this here. Now, this happened on Jeopardy. So we're going to play a Jeopardy clue. And I, I want to see if you can get it. This is for final Jeopardy. Okay. It is a sports-related Have question. Have you watched this Jeopardy? I don't, uh, I don't watch Jeopardy. I, I didn't watch this one live. I, I love Jeopardy, but I haven't had a chance to watch it live. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I just don't, yeah, I don't have cable TV, so I mean. Well, what this is, do you know how Final Jeopardy works? Uh, you get to spin the, oh, uh, let me see. Like, you, you get to pick like five letters or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> no. I guess I think the answer oh was God, no. I haven't watched Jeff- I haven't watched either of them in years. I'm the sorry. the answer was okay. no. You're not familiar. That's that's okay. I think what the answer was. Oh no, that's the one. No, where they? No, no, no. <laughs> I know this one where they get to write however much money they have. Like if someone has like two thousand dollars, they'll be like, "What is the capital of Colombia?" And then they'll say like what they think the answer is, and then what they wagered. Kind of. Yes. Yes. Kind of. You're, you're pretty close to that. The answer is always in the form of a question. They give you the answer, and you have to give the question. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to play this. This is Alex Trebek reading what the... We are dealing with sports mascots. And ladies, here is the clue for you. The animal on this NBA team's primary logo peaked about 75 million years ago. Okay. What do you think the answer is to that? A raptor. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. You have 30 seconds. Good luck. Yeah, yeah it's a raptor. Yeah. Let's go to Amy. Fifteen minutes ago, Amy, I wondered if you would even be alive in Final Jeopardy, and you're here with 17,000, but unfortunately you didn't come up with the right response, so it'll cost you how much? She wrote, what is a timber wolf? Oh, I mean, wolves? Not 75 million years ago. Yeah. Well, you got that really easily. I well, because it's the only dinosaur team. That's the only... The, well, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, we worked, we were briefly paid by the NBA to work for them, so I remember that. Yeah. Well, good job. Thank you. You picked the I right letters. It. You passed. I picked the right letters. You picked the right Can letters. Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> I'm sorry. The time's up. Uh, well, anyway, there we go. She uh, she did not get it. It's the Toronto it. Raptors, right? Correct. Yeah. The like Canadian the, Raptors. The Canadian team. Yeah. Toronto Raptors. Okay, yeah. See, no, and Ed said he has no idea. So there's there's a lot of people that would have no idea. I guess that's the only way I would go is the, the 75 million but years won, old. I Greg. Yeah. 
you you got it. You would have won uh, <sighs> twenty five grand or something like that. All right, give it to me. What? Twenty five grand? No, oh. no, you would have. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I can't believe I confused Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. It's the one where you get the letters. <laughs> it's the one with the There's letters. Like a pyramid and <laughs> what's his name? Ask you. I'd like to buy an E. Can yeah, I buy an E? Regis Philbin's involved somehow. Okay. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> all right, we do have some birthdays. Ooh, we've we got have a, we got a, we have birthdays. multiple birthdays today, and there's another one for tomorrow. But uh, first up, I want to give a happy birthday. Now, yesterday we went over some rules for her because she was going to be going out, mm-hmm. and friends were going to be buying drinks, but she didn't necessarily want the drinks, but she wanted the right to gift those drinks that were purchased to her to somebody else. Sure, we agreed as long as everybody's a you know. An equal board, part of this. As long as there's yeah. transparency. Transparency, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's uh, everybody's complicit in that. That's absolutely fine. But it is her birthday today. And actually, her former coworker Mark, also wrote in. Oh. Asking well, us Well, everybody to wish her just loves is it, is it our friend Jody? It is Jody. Oh, happy birthday, Jody. Happy birthday, Jody. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn. All right. I don't know if I needed to add in the you last didn't. part, but it was really worth. I it. tried to like you know make it pop a little more. Okay. All right. More birthdays. We, we've got more birthdays now. This is actually we're saying happy birthday to some younger listeners. <gasps> to children. To children. Now, um, their parents wrote in and said that uh, when they go to pick them up from school, sometimes our show is playing in the car, and so they'll hear some of our show a little bit. No, so, say, and so uh, the father said, I know you say that children shouldn't listen to the show. They're your kids. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you can do whatever. Oh, I don't care. Or heck you want. Yeah. No profanity. Yes, the careful. The kids are listening right now. Sarah. Are you going to continue? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I going to say their names? Yeah. I, Greg's sure. just really afraid that he's going to mispronounce No, it, like I'm not going to mispronounce Like we did with Ika years ago. No, he wrote in. He wrote in and uh, and told us how to pronounce pronounce the names correctly because I asked because I didn't want yeah. to screw it up. Wait, you just said that it's Imogen. It's Imogen. I, I, I know, and that's why he wrote back and corrected it. Oh, I don't have that. Oh, yeah. back email. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, no. I I know. I know. I was saying wrong. Okay, let's start over. Hi, everybody. Hello, children. Hello, children. No, no, that sounds weird. They're we turning. You're turning six today. That's an exciting age. It is. It's very it's full exciting. of wonder. It's full of wonder and magic. Yes. Your parents love you a lot. So do we. I mean, that sounds creepy. I mean, we think Let's start cool. this over again. Oh, my God. Start this over again. Okay. All right. Right, right, right. Hello, children. <clears throat> okay. Hit play. Okay. We're going to say hit pause right now and then and then hit play. Wait. We're not taking that out, are we? No, we're not going to. Well, no, just, we're asking just them to it in. hit pause. Okay. okay. Am I hitting pause? Like, am okay. I talking? Press pause. And then when you hit play, we'll be going. All right, uh, so we have a couple of special birthdays that we have to say, uh, give a shout out to. And right now, we want to say happy birthday to Siren and Imogen. Oh, they are so great. Hi, hi little ladies. Hello. So they, so they have dressed, they have had some of the best Halloween costumes over the years. They really have. Not limited to dressing as Jem and Jerrica because they're, uh, they're twin sisters. And they are just the most adorable things. And they, uh, I believe, live up in Seattle right now. Me too. So, uh, Siren and Imogen, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happiest of birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. That was Elvis, somebody you probably have no idea who he is. But, no. Uh, that was Elvis singing happy birthday to you. <laughs> All right, there we go. We got through it, Sarah. We did it. Um, Greg, there's also some breaking news right now. What? 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 It seems as if. For real? Yeah, well, it seems as if April the giraffe might be having her baby. Oh, God, I hate the giraffe. I hate that giraffe so much. I just wanted so to give you a heads up because I know you've been following this story. I have not been following it. I know that everybody's been on eggshells Ew. about this. Here's the... St- okay, I just put into Google, like, April giraffe. Here's the main headline I see from Click on Detroit for some reason. Live stream. April, April the giraffe has some bulging on back end. So gross. That is so why gross. Why are you Googling that? That's on you, All man. I did was I Googled April the giraffe. Bulging well, on you, back did you end. April bulging? No, I did not. That is the first thing that pops up. Click on Detroit. Good for you guys for trending. Oh. Oh, it's so gross. All right, send us an email. Fun Employment Radio at Gmail. Nature. Come on, Greg. Fun Employment Radio at Gmail.com. Give us a call 503 575 if you have some ideas for the holiday cinematic universe, send them to at Radio and at Greg Nibbler. Sarah is at Sarah X Dylan. All on Twitter. Follow us. That would be great. You know who else should exist in your uh, in your holiday cinematic hashtag universe? Hashtag HCU. Uh, hashtag HCU. Uh, David Walker is Black Santa from Black Santa's Revenge. No. He would be no. awesome in that. That's not really part of it, though. That's a great standalone. It is a great. That's true. He doesn't need to be. He's in his own. I don't universe. think that's part of the holiday cinematic universe. That's part of my holiday cinematic universe every year. No, well, that's a movie you watch every year. That's yes. not a holiday cinematic universe. Okay, I'm just. I, I told you I don't really quite Still understand don't how these universe things of how work. How the universe works. Whew. We'll have to go over that. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, yeah, send us that. Also, like us on Facebook. That would be great. If you haven't liked the show on Facebook, just look up Fun Employment Radio. It also helps us get uh, information out that way. So definitely go there. Yeah. And like our page. And then we'll be live tomorrow at noon? Live at noon tomorrow for uh, all the live subscribers. That would be great to tune in. Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment (gasps) Radio. Wait, really quick. But, Greg, don't you have a live show today that you need to talk about? I do. Yes. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Yeah, put that plug in. Um, Okay. Yes, I do. I do a lot of other shows. 20 seconds. For. Okay, what's... Come on. <laughs> um, yes, if everybody uh, would like to tune in, that would be great. I so will. I do some shows for Digital Trends. I do three other shows a week. And today, I will be live on DigitalTrends.com and on their YouTube page at 2.30 p.m. Pacific time for a show called Trends with Benefits. It's a roundtable. Talk about tech. You don't have to know about tech mm. to listen to it. It's, it's a very layman's show. It's a lot of fun. And that would be cool. Yeah, if we could have some people tune in to that, that would be awesome. It, may, it would mean a lot to me. Thank you. That is all. Trends with Benefits. Awesome. Digital Trends. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. This was so much fun. Thank you, guys. Love you all. Bye. Bye.